Welcome to the Miracle Mindset Podcast. This is your host, Emily Ann Brandt, also known as Essentially M. The mission here at Essentially M and on this podcast is to support and inspire heart-centered, ambitious entrepreneurs just like you. I know that you are so ready to use your innate gifts and your unique story to make a massive impact and change in this world and finally shine your light and step into who you are called to be. If that sounds like you, if you are so ready to answer that call of your soul, then you are definitely in the right place. I have built my coaching business from the ground up and created multiple streams of completely passive income using not masculine strategy, but energy, mindset, and manifestation. And I'm going to give you all those tools here so that you can do the same. Are you ready to own your story, own your gifts, and quantum leap into your dream life and business? Let's do this. Hi friends, welcome back to the Miracle Mindset, or welcome if you're completely new here. If you're completely new here, that would be hilarious because this episode is kind of heavy. It's going to be all about my Akashic Records reading that I had recently that those of you who are not new here, I know you've been waiting to hear about this and I have been dying to tell you, and I'm sorry this episode's a little late this week, but um, I've been really busy with prepping for, and excited I should say, with prepping for full-time freedom, which is coming out next month. This is my, it's really six weeks with the bonus week. It's my five-week, more like six-week program to give you literally every single thing that helped me move the needle in my business, mindset-wise, strategy-wise, and like, I don't even like to use the word strategy, but like simple strategy wise, like simple things like how I sign high ticket clients without a sales call, how I don't do discovery calls, how I charge what I want to charge regardless of how new I am, um, which is also more of a mindset thing, but it's literally everything I wish I had sooner and all the mistakes that I've learned from. And like, if you're just new to a coaching business, or even if you're not new, but you're feeling stuck, you haven't hit those 5k months and beyond yet this is going to be exactly everything you need to get you there as soon as possible it's everything i teach my private clients my mastermind clients and i've known forever that it needs to be in a course and it's finally all come together and it feels like me in a course because it's like all my riffs on mindset and believing in yourself owning your worth but also combined with my passion of like keep it simple stop overwhelming yourself stop overcomplicating it because this is something i did for so long and there's even going to be a bonus masterclass on feminine energy and using how i um use my menstrual cycle now in my business so just for the masterclass alone it's going to be so juicy anyway so that's coming out next month i'm actually going to pop since i'm talking about it anyway i might as well pop the wait list for that in this um episode just in case you're super eager and you already know this is something you're gonna want. There's a huge perk if you get on the wait list. I'm gonna email you a $290 coupon. Why? Because in November, I'm turning 29 on the 29th, so it's my champagne birthday. I'm a little bit extra about birthdays, especially mine. I love birthdays, I love my birthday. And I feel like this birth month is going to be epic, and it's my champagne birthday, and so yeah, just a little 
um, a little podcast insider there. If you get on the wait list, you can get that $290 coupon. So I'll put that in the link in the show notes if you're interested. Getting on the wait list does not um, obligate you to sign up, of course, but it, it'll get you that plus extra goodies too, just for getting on the list. Anyway, I didn't even, pl- I honestly did not plan on like um, talking about that or promoting that because I'm still getting everything together for the challenge next month. But that is where I have been this week, busy working on that and feeling so freaking excited about it. I know it's going to be epic and I can't wait to help more people do what they love all day, every day and be in this freedom life that I am in. So let's talk about my Akashic Records reading. It was a another mind-blowing experience. I had another reading with my girl, Sarah, um, who does my readings for me. I know you guys are going to ask for her contact info, so I'll just put it in the show notes. If you're interested in booking a reading, I'll just put her website in the show notes, um, or I'll just put her Instagram, and then you can reach out. But holy moly. So many breakthroughs, and pretty much the theme, the same theme that kept coming up was... um, patience as it usually is for me and um feeling your feelings will be the key to like everything you're asking for so what an akashic records reading is in case you don't know um which many people don't so i should have started with that but an akashic records reading is where you um there's this something called the records or the akashic records which supposedly holds all of your soul's history like and even future stuff and um whoever is doing the reading can talk to your spirit guides and can also access the records and tell you things about your past lives and about your future like i said so if there's anything that's like relevant any life you've lived in the past that they think is relevant to what you're going through now or what you need to know now they will look it up in the records and they will like they'll the person doing the reading will just channel for you there's actually a lot of people who offer these readings um uh and they're quite popular now and they're really really cool i love like i totally believe in um past lives and things like that and that my soul is apparently really old and i feel like i know that (laughs) i feel like i've known that forever um my older sister's souls are even older and anyway it's just cool. It's just fascinating. And then the thing I like about it is you can actually get really good guidance and insight into your future. So you can ask things like, um, is this launch that I'm having come up next month, is this going to be my quantum leap? Is um, Am I on the right track with this? Is this my true mission and purpose? What is my highest mission and purpose? What's my highest potential? Um, what do I need to heal? They love when you ask questions like, what do I need to heal in order to X, Y, and Z? So to purchase my dream home, to get to the next level in my business, to find the love of my life, if that's what you were looking for. The first two were examples of actual things I asked. <laughs> the third one is not. I already found the love of my life. We've been together for eight years. Side note, I know you guys have been asking me to do an episode on that, on like how I manifested love, because it is a big deal. We've been together for eight years. Um we have an awesome relationship and I did kind of manifest it just by always believing that I would. So I can do an episode on that if you guys would like. Anyway, yeah, so you can ask those types of things. So obviously you guys know I'm all about 
business and goals and leveling up and having fun you know following my mission and my purpose and encouraging other people to do the same so of course my questions were all around that was like am I in my highest purpose is there still more to my purpose um is this launch going to be big for me can I make you know six figures when am I getting my um a house next year um what else like what else is blocking me from my next level and those sorts of questions and then I also asked so I'll I'll tell you what they said to that in a sec but this is the thing where it got emotional like right away before we even dove in so you don't have to ask business related stuff obviously you can ask about health you can ask about love you can ask about anything um, purpose history all that So the first thing I wanted to ask before I got into my business questions was, um, and all of this was in a half hour reading, by the way, you guys, you can ask a lot of questions in a half hour. It's really, really good. Um, that's why I I kind of, I booked it over, over doing another soul tuning. Like I know you guys, um, if you're listening to this, it's probably because you loved my episode that's called Woo Woo Adventures. There's part one and part two. <laughs> so I did this other thing called a soul tuning where you, it's she's basically a medium, the person who does these. And she's supposed to like tune up your vibration and raise your vibration. But it she gets, um, she's a medium and she's really connected. So she just gets a bunch of um, loved ones who've passed or just your spirit guides and people in the spirit world who are trying to talk to you. So she gets a lot and how they communicate is with pictures and she's, you can't really even ask everything you want to ask because there's always people who want to come through and speak to her or to me through her. So is what I found anyway. I only did one. I want to do another one still, but for the purpose of like, I have clear questions, I need guidance, I need help, I want answers. It's best to do an Akashic reading, I would say, because the the medium thing or the soul tuning can go all over the place. There can be loved ones who've passed who really want to talk to you or they want to get a message through you to someone else and that can take up like your whole reading. So anyway, before I dove into my business questions, I um, <laughs> I wanted like validation and confirmation that I almost died when I was 14 after my scoliosis surgery because... I don't know if you've heard this part of my story before. Some of you may have, some of you may have not. When I was 14, I had a 10-hour long, huge surgery on my entire back, my spine, for severely, um, severely curved spine. It's called scoliosis. And they had to operate because the curve in my back was getting so bad that it was going to crush my lungs. If they didn't operate, I had like a huge visible hunchback too, so... Anyway, being a 14-year-old girl, I was just like stoked to have it because I just, I had no clue what I was going into or how much it would hurt or how high high risk it was. And it's really, really, really high risk, these surgeries, because they cut you open. um, They cut me open on like my entire midsection and then all down the back of my spine. And they go in and they, I guess, move the spine and put in rods. And then so you back up. And obviously that was a 10-hour process and a lot of crazy like not yeah I guess damage to the nerves um a lot of trauma I should say trauma to the nerves and to the whole body and the spine is like the center of your body obviously so I don't even think I need to tell you obviously it's a high-risk surgery right so I lost a lot of blood but the surgery went well it was a success it went the the best 
the best case scenario like um it went as well as they'd hoped it would go and then it would just be you know a, a, a matter of recovery for me or probably a it was a pretty s- slow-ish recovery but not considering how extreme the surgery was so we're talking like being in the hospital for two or three weeks and then needing a lot a lot a lot of assistance at home and being in a wheelchair and yelling at my friends or my family rather um when they tried to help me out of bed because even getting out of bed was so 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 painful or going to the bathroom by myself was just not possible um so yeah anyway in the hospital in recovery i was on a lot of drugs a lot of morphine like all the hardest drugs you can get for pain i was on them so I was loopy, I was nauseous, I was obviously in so much pain. I remember wishing that they didn't wake me up from the anesthetic and just wanting to be put back out because it just felt like, wow, my whole body got ripped open and I got sh- felt like I'd never been shot, obviously, but felt like someone shot my entire body open and everything was just, yeah, so much pain. It almost doesn't seem real now when I talk about it because... It was almost an out-of-body experience. Anyway, one night in the hospital, I um, I was having a dream, or I thought it was a dream, and I didn't sleep very often, so I'd finally fallen asleep, and um, or maybe I did, I don't remember. <laughs> Felt like it was hard to sleep. And I, I had a dream where I saw my grandmother, who passed away when I was seven, and at this point I'm 14. So... I used to dream about my grandma all the time and since she passed away after she passed away I'd, I'd like see her in my dreams and we would spend time together and it'd be so nice we'd sit on a bench and I'd just get to be with her again and she was the most loving grandma ever so these dreams were awesome and I loved them even though I was sad when I woke up because it was over but I loved them and so I was excited in this dream you know excited to see her again but it actually it did not feel like a dream it felt super real and it felt like um she was actually like right there and it felt like coming home in a weird sense and I was also running towards her um it's like grandma grandma and I was running towards her as my like seven-year-old self which is really weird and um that's the age I was when she passed and I was so excited and then when I got to her she did not want me there and she yelled at me she told me I could not be there and I had to go back to my mom and she didn't want me with her and she could be scary this was a lady who was so so nice so loving but you don't want to get on her bad side you don't want to misbehave like she never yelled at me because I was a good um you know I was well behaved as a as a child but I'd seen her yell at my cousins and stuff and she was doing that with me like screaming at me like emily get out of here get out of here i do not want you here you can't come with me you can't be here you got to get back get back and she was like so serious and so mad and from that i just started bawling and crying and i woke up in my hospital bed like soaking my uh hospital gown in tears like crying uh because at first i was just like what like grandma was mean to me what why doesn't she want me there and so I I told my mom what had just happened I said I had a really bad dream grandma was really mean to me she said she didn't want me there and (laughs) that I had to come back and so um long story short my mom was like oh it's okay don't worry it's probably just a dream and then she walked away and 
told my dad like oh my god I think Emily just almost died and um apparently my mom was there like yelling at her to come back (laughs) she's like I think mom just saved Emily and sent her back but I actually forgot about the dream until years later like I forgot the whole experience until years later when my sister was telling me that mom told her about it and then it all came rushing back to me so weird and apparently that happens with like traumatic situations and stuff is you you can like block it out or it could have been all the drugs that I was on so me and my mom have always wondered like hey in one of these like soul tunings or readings we should ask like we should if we get to talk to grandma or whatever we should ask like if that was really real if it was like if I did almost die or not just to like get it confirmed I don't know um because you know it could have been a dream it could have been the drugs it could have been whatever so that was something I asked like so I had this dream (laughs) where I saw my grandma and I'm pretty sure it was a near-death experience can you confirm that it was and um so Sarah the reader she's like okay let me see and then she's like okay so they're saying that it was like a near-death experience within a dream and that your soul was contemplating leaving like your soul was contemplating death because you are on a mission like your soul is here on a mission to bring forth the new earth and to like help create this this big huge shift and be part of this big huge shift which I think is happening now and I'm getting like chills as I say this um but she's like but at that time it felt hopeless it felt like there was no way that could even happen and it's probably not going to happen in this lifetime and it, it just felt hopeless. So it was contemplating leaving. Um, and so they're saying it doesn't really matter. Like the answer to my question, it doesn't really matter. What matters is how I feel about it and what I take from it. And um, But she did say your soul was contemplating leaving. And she's like, the reason you came back is because you like, it did ultimately recognize your soul, your highest self, whatever you want to call it, recognize that you do still have work to do and that you are here for, you know, big reasons. And so I was like emotional right away at the beginning of the reading, hearing that and also just knowing like, yep, that's real. That's so true. And I I would have been kind of hopeless at that time because I was a high school teenager. Do you know what a, (laughs) how not awake high school people were at that time and how dark my world felt at some times? Like, of course, I started to think maybe it's not possible. Maybe people are too far gone or, um, I don't know. Also, I think I just had a lot of, uh, anger, to be honest, with, why I was in this body that had to have surgeries all the time. This was not my first surgery. I'd mold like a lifetime of surgeries on my feet because I was born with feet that were almost upside down. They were clubbed and uh, I had to have like braces and casts and back, even a full body cast on my back. And then all these physical differences from being born with Beale syndrome, which makes your hands and feet really long. Everything's long and bent. Um, and arms that are super long and bent and also everything super skinny and underdeveloped so just like had a lot of anger with all these differences and like 
why am I stuck in this body? Why me? Why do I have to go through all this crap? What did I do to deserve this? Like what I do in a past life to deserve this? That was my, that's when I was 14. I don't feel like that anymore. Now I feel like my soul purposely chose this body because in this lifetime, I'm here to master uh, self-love. So it's like, if I can master it in this body, then I can do anything, you know? And so I think I talked about that in the, when I had my first reading, but that's what they said to me in my first reading was that this lifetime, I've mastered a lot of things in a lot of other lifetimes and even like reading and writing. And that's why writing comes really naturally to me and speaking. Um, it's like, I actually apparently self taught myself how to read and write as a woman in the 1600s or something like this. <laughs> so that's why that comes naturally. And I've mastered a lot of other things, but this life lifetime's all about mastering self-love. So I thought that was really cool. And um, anyway, yeah, so that's that about the time that my soul contemplated uh, dying. <laughs> so then I asked, um, I got emotional a little bit, got teared up, and then I was like, all right, now I have some business questions. <laughs> and so I was asking if this, what I'm doing now, like business coaching is, um, I know it's not like the, I already know that it's not like my highest, highest purpose, if you know what I mean. Like, I know I love it so much and I know it's serving me right now and it's serving other people right now, but I already know that, um, and like, yeah, I don't want to sound detached from what I'm doing right now because I do love it so much and it's serving me right now and it's serving the people I'm helping right now. But I already know that long-term or like in a few years from now, I'm going to be doing like speaking on stages and writing books and my purpose will be a little bit more broad and it might might come back to the self-love thing. Who knows? We'll see. <laughs> you can reference back to this episode. Um, I kind of have a feeling that it will be like sharing my story more and teaching other souls to master self-love and being and knowing their worth, which is something that I ingrained into everything I do. It's even going to be in the full-time freedom course. It's been in like every course I've taught so far. It's something, one of the first things I work on with my clients is helping them realize they're worthy just as they are. There's nothing you have to do to prove your worth and nothing anybody says to you affects your worth. So Anyway, I feel like that might be my purpose. But basically what they said was they're like, she's like, so they're saying like, stay tuned. It isn't like, it is business coaching. They're saying, yes, keep going with that and stay tuned because your purpose is going to be like revealed to you over time. Like it's just going to keep unraveling and unraveling. Um, so that was kind of cool. Then I asked if my launch next month was going to be my quantum leap because I keep in readings like so Sarah did a free reading on her Facebook um, page for anyone who like put a comment in and she did a quick little reading and in that she said that there was some codependency issues I needed to heal so I asked about that in this reading as well and that once I healed this it feels like a quantum leap that's even bigger than I even would have expected is going to come once I heal this. And so I was like, sweet, what do I need to heal? Like, what is this codependency thing? And right away I knew. So she's like, your worth is depending on something outside of you. 
And she's like, I don't even know if it's, I don't think it's necessarily a relationship, but it's something outside of you. And I knew right away. And I'd been talking to this, um, talking about this to my soul sister mastermind girls, is that lately, not now, but over the past couple months, and I think I talked about this in the last episode, but I, I noticed myself like attaching my wins, my business wins and my successes and my clients' successes and people saying yes to me and my income increasing, I started to have this unhealthy relationship where I would attach that to my worth. And I think this is important because all of us do this. So many of us do this because we're trained as a society that doing equals worthiness, achieving, like that's what you do. You go to school, you get a good job, you achieve things, you do all the things. Multitasking is rewarded and praised. Like it's impressive if you're a mom and you're keeping up with all the things and we're praised based on what we do, not on who we are, right? So this was this thing and I'm also an achiever and it's a way that I have learned to be proud of myself and to sort of mother myself, which is another big wound that I had to do was like, I had to learn how to mother myself. We all do. Um, <laughs> we're getting like really woo here, but this is what goes on behind the scenes. If you're ever curious, <laughs> all this inner work, this is what grows my business. Um, so I had to do this mother wound healing where I had to learn how to mother myself, meaning be proud of myself just for who I am, not for what I'm doing. Um, just have grace with myself, look at myself basically the way I would look at my own child if I had a child. So in starting to do that, it was good and I started healing it, but I started finding myself being like, see, I'm so proud of everything you've created. I'm so proud of, like, look at you. You have a podcast, you have a course, you have clients, like, look what you've built. You're so amazing. And it felt great to tell myself that and pat myself on the back. But then I realized, wait, those are still things outside of me. I'm still placing my worth on what I'm doing and achieving and creating instead of just being like, even if you were a lazy bum who sat on the couch all day, every day, eating chips, I'd love you so much. Like, you're so worthy. You're so awesome. You're so perfect. That's the level I need to get to. That's the level we all need to get to. And I've been talking to my mastermind girls about this. Um, so yeah, those are the <laughs> those are the things... I've been working on and noticing. So in the reading, I said, what's the quantum leap? Is it going to be the launch next month? And she said, they're saying to have high hopes about it. So <laughs> that's exciting. They didn't really say, yes, that's the leap, but rarely do they ever give like a super straight answer. So I was, I was excited by that. And I am hopeful about this launch because I know like I'm like the per I'm in the perfect mindset I think for this launch because you guys know I've had launches that have failed completely I've had zero dollar launches I've had launches that did okay and I've had launches that went really well um but not on this like huge huge scale yet and this time I'm using ads I'm like prepping for it further in advance than I ever have everything's ready like the challenge page is ready now the emails are almost ready, <laughs> like everything will be prepped ahead of time so that I'm not um, scrambling in it. And I'm also timing it with my menstrual cycle, which is something that I'm teaching inside the program that I'm launching soon, which is cool, so that I'm in my best energy during launch week. 
anyway so i just feel good about it because i know i already just kind of have this knowing that it's going to be epic and huge but also i'm really really honestly for the first time ever like i'm i'd truly be okay even if it wasn't but i don't even that seems like outside of the realm of possibility for me that it won't do well because i'm like who would not want it like it's it's seriously so good and it's channeled from the divine it's all the downloads and stuff that i've been getting um watch us like have a podcast episode later being like i was wrong it was a zero dollar launch no but like even if it did flop i'm okay because even with that launch that failed back in february failed in quotation marks i got so many good lessons out of it which is i'm taking those lessons with me into this launch that are so were so valuable and they make me a better coach they make me have that experience that i know exactly what i what like what didn't work um and what did work and there was also some big wins that came out of it like my audience grew my know like and trust grew because i was talking with with you guys for five days in a row showing my face on video engaging with you motivating you inspiring you it's what i do best i think i i shine the most when i'm talking about mindset so the challenge next month will be five days of mindset shifts and it's going to be so good and so fun um Maybe I should put the link. I'll put the link for that in the show notes too so you can join us. But yeah, I just feel like no matter what, I'm either going to have an epic, huge launch, help a lot of people, change a lot of people's lives. And it brings me to tears when I really truly think about like the possibility of helping so many souls do what they love full time, just like I'm doing. And that's what my guides told me. They're like, get, stop thinking about the money and get back in alignment with your purpose and your mission and that'll help you. So I'm gonna actually write out my mission statement. I'm gonna put it up on my wall so that I look at it every day, especially during the launch and just drop into that. But um, yeah, even you know, even if there was no sales, there's that community that's gonna happen. I'm growing my list. I'm going like bigger. It's actually the first time I'm using ads for a challenge. So you know I'm going to meet new people, which I'm embracing and I'm no longer fearing cold leads. I'm excited and I'm adopting the belief that I love everyone and everyone loves me. And of course, when they come in and they get to know me and see me and we work together, of course, we're going to love each other. And I'm no longer scared to to market to cold ads. That was like a big thing I had to get over. So I'm doing that. I'm going to grow my audience. I'm going to help a lot of people, even in my free content, which is in line with my mission so it's perfect and then um last time i didn't get any sales for my course but it actually led to a couple of high-end like high ticket one-on-one clients because they were like oh i just loved your energy do you have any one-on-one coaching so i mean there's and then so many lessons came out of it too so there's really no losing anyway so all of you if you've if you're listening and you've been wanting to launch something but you're scared of failure or you're scared of people seeing you fail it's okay. It's never really a failure anyway. You like you literally can't lose. You're either going to grow and get what you wanted or you're going to grow and you're going to learn and you're going to get what you needed. And I now I'm like I'm so happy it happened the way it did. When it was a $0 launch, it's the perfect thing that I needed. I just couldn't see it. Of course I was disappointed in the moment. I cried. <laughs> I let myself cry and mope and I thought it was going to be my big break away from my 9 to 5 and it wasn't. But it was what I needed. So there's nothing to fear. Anyway, so they said, be hopeful about it. Um, And then I also asked, oh, 
there was something as I was talking that I remembered that they said that was really cool. Get in line with your mission. Oh yeah, stop thinking so much about the money. So they were like, oh, and then feel your feelings. They were like, the key to your next level is going to be sitting with your feelings every day and um, just ask what needs to be feel like felt and healed and the only way through it is through it so you're gonna have to sit with it you're gonna have to feel it you're gonna have to cry it and they were like if you want a to-do list that's your to-do list like make an appointment every day to sit be quiet and tune into your feelings or meet you know meet with your guides but like if you want to do it in the morning or at night but do it every day and just ask what's up what do i need to feel what do i need to heal so it's funny that they mentioned the to-do to do list because I am all about a to-do list and I'm very much like still always working on um, balancing out that masculine energy in me, that drive that like always wants to go, go, go and achieve and check off, you know, to-do lists. So that was funny that they said that. And they also used, they used the word like, when you do this, there's going to be diamonds of wisdom diamonds of wisdom that come out of it and it was so funny that they said that because a diamond as you might have seen in my new logo and stuff is my business symbol that's like the symbol I use to represent my business and um so anyway funny that they used that that wording oh but there was something else really good that I was gonna tell you that they also said um oh yeah okay I know um so the future me doesn't even set goals. <laughs> like, how freaking badass is that? So they were like, the future you. Um, so I asked, like, show me at my highest potential. What what does that look like? And so Sarah Sarah was like, so Emily, this is not even that far away. This is like, I'm, think, I'm feeling like it's like two or three years away. I'm seeing you um, doing TED Talks. I'm seeing you on big stages. And I'm seeing you as an author. We've had that in the last reading too. And then she was like, your future self doesn't even have goals anymore. Like you're just being, you're, you're, you're like, she's like, you get ideas and you create things when they feel inspired and you follow that, but you do not even set goals. Like you don't do anything to achieve a certain outcome. You're just doing and being whatever, like doing what you love. And I was like, whoa that kind of scares the crap out of me to not set goals but also how freeing does that sound right we should all start doing that she's like because you just trust that life always works itself out anyway and that when you're following what you what you love to do and you're just doing and being that you know like the money's going to come anyway the house is going to be there anyway like life does work itself out and that's what they said to me too when i asked about the house Um, Oh, yeah, and they also said I was carrying some burdens that I needed to set down about this pressure that I've been putting on myself. I already feel like it's gone. You guys feel like I sound a lot more chill. I feel like (laughs) I have been doing a good job of setting that down. But I was asking about the house because I quit my job this year. And when you're self-employed, you cannot get approved for a mortgage in Canada. It's really, really hard. They count it as zero income even though I'm making more than I made in my nine to five and I could much more easily pay for a mortgage than I could with my job 
they don't count it as anything, the banks. So I have been like beating myself up, not beating myself up because I don't regret quitting, but I've been feeling really guilty that I did that to Derek because now we can only use his salary and it's not enough to get anything in our area, like at all. So um, I've been like putting all this pressure on myself to build really fast my business and make a lot of cash because I basically have to pay almost half in cash because otherwise we can't get approved for a loan and just feeling guilty and feeling like I owe that to them and then the spirit guides or whatever were like uh you need to forgive yourself and you need to drop that because it's not your load to carry and um your fiance knows that like like yeah he was bummed that you didn't get a house this year and it would have been a good time to buy and stuff but he would rather you be happy and you need to stop like putting that pressure because when you're working from that place and you're putting that pressure it's not gonna get you anywhere so they were like drop that you're carrying a few things that aren't yours to carry and you need to set them down and so I um and they were like you keep trying to plow through ah so many good things um (laughs) I keep remembering they're like you keep trying to plow through everything and just like ignoring the emotional stuff that needs to be healed but I thought I was doing all this work I'm like I am doing the inner work like what the heck more is there to heal and they're like nope you're not you're just plowing through you're trying to get to next milestone you're focusing so much on the money and the outcome and the goals and you're just trying to push through and plow through and hustle through but your soul really wants you to stop and sit and take these um like deal with these emotions so they can transcend into better energy like it's like i'm pushing through and pushing through and pushing through and my soul just wants to like plop down and stop and take off this like emotional baggage and drop it and heal it so then we can not just move forward but fly forward and they were like yeah that's where your quantum leap will come from so my homework has been to literally spend time every day healing and feeling my emotions so I can let them go so that's what I've been doing and um, one of my clients was saying I should do an episode on how I'm doing that (laughs) that was one of my questions so I was saying um, to Sarah to ask them like okay so how do I do that what does that look like does that like do they mean meditate do they mean journal do they mean um, just cry every day like what do I do and she's like yeah, so they're saying like set time in the morning or the night and um, and this is specific to me, guys. I don't know if this is what would work best for you, um, but I can do an episode if you want on what I'm doing. So I honestly need to be more consistent with it. But So they were like, yeah, pick a time and um, music is a really good thing. So if you have to like, um, oh no, they said just pray, just pray about it and ask what do I need to heal? What do I need to feel? Please show me. Please tell me. And I do that when I journal sometimes too. I'll be like, please speak through me, angels, God, universe, beings of the highest good and truth. And then I'll journal out whatever comes through and I channel it through. So they were saying, that's good. Keep doing that or just pray and then just sit. And if you need to turn on music, you might have to listen. (laughs) She's like, they're saying maybe listen to like a couple of sad songs or like just emotional music until you can feel your emotions so that didn't sound like very fun homework to basically 
force myself to cry and like feel all these feelings but that is my assignment right now so that's what I'm working on and let me know if you want to hear how I'm doing with that and exactly what I'm doing because I yeah I have only done it honestly a couple times I need to be more consistent and I can share what's coming up if it's not too personal and yeah what my ritual looks like so let me know if you'd want to hear that and I'll do another episode for you guys make sure you're subscribed um yeah I'm gonna wrap up this episode now I think that was everything make sure you're subscribed to this podcast if you're loving this and if you want to hear um that episode next time and also we have a really 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 epic guest coming on our podcast in November which is like just a couple weeks away so you don't want to miss it so please subscribe please I would love if you're on um, iTunes if you could just tap the five stars and leave a five star rating while you're at it that really helps me uh, my podcast get to other people just like you who love these mindset tips and shifts and to help more people live their purpose and um, be in their worth in their divine worthiness so Love you. Thank you so much for listening. Hope you enjoyed it. Let me know with a screenshot and um, a shout out on Insta, Instagram. I'll talk to you over there and um, we'll talk soon. Bye guys. Thank you again for listening. I so, so appreciate you pressing play and tuning in today. And I gotta say out of the thousands of downloads that I get, I don't always see who is listening and who is connecting with this podcast. So I absolutely love when you guys take a screenshot and then tag me in an Instagram story at essentially EMM so I can say hey and personally thank you for listening. See you next week.